Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. By getting in the Word of God and by spending quality time with the Father in prayer. But again, you're going to have to find your rhythm. Find your rhythm in prayer. Find your rhythm. Uh, it's sort of like exercising, you know. It's kind of hard to get started. You know you need to do it, but it's kind of hard to get started. But once you get started and get in the rhythm of it, it's easy to do day after day. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Hello, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us for another Thursday night right here at Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center. I'm excited that you decided to join me once again. We're going to have a great time in Jesus tonight. Well, as you know, we've been in a series entitled Overcoming Our Fears. This, I believe, is part number 14, and we're still going strong. And I thank you so much for joining me on this journey to overcome our fears. All right, first some housekeeping things. If you're on YouTube and if you find value in this video, go ahead and give us a, a thumbs up. That encourages us. If you're on Roku, hi everybody, hi, and glad to see you there. And uh, if you're listening by way of podcast or by radio or by CD, we say hello. You guys are a part of this service and thank you so much for tuning in. All right. Remember, everybody can go to our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can leave us a comment. If you would like, uh, leave us some words of encouragement that always blesses us. Just go to kingdomrock.org and click the contact button. While you're there, if you feel the Lord stirring your heart, go ahead and leave a donation as well. That helps the ministry. All right. So I'm ready to get into the word of God. Let's go ahead and pray and then we'll sound the shofar. And well, no, we'll sound the shofar first and then we'll go ahead and pray. All right. So let's do it. Praise God. Praise the wonderful name of Jesus. All right, let me put this away and we're going to go ahead and get started here tonight. All right. All right. I pray that you enjoyed the blowing of the shofar. Now we're going to go ahead and get right into our series tonight. This is uh, once again, episode number 14. And first we're going to have to do our confessions, our affirmation. We didn't do them. We did not do them last time we met together. Sorry, but I pray that you're doing them every week. Sometimes things just get away from me, but it didn't get away from me this time. So let's go ahead and do our affirmation. And it goes like this. God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. I have been washed by the blood of Jesus, the greater one lives in me, and I am yielded to his spirit. Therefore, I shall always overcome, be triumphant, and excel in all matters of the kingdom. Today, I declare I am fearless, bold, and safely secured in the Father's love for me. 
Glory to God in the highest. And as usual, you did an excellent job. All right, we're going to pick up where we left off on last week. We talked about two very important things, that it matters how you see the Father, and it matters how you see yourself. It matters how you see God, and it matters how you see you. Remember, we have to see ourselves through the lenses of God's Word. What He said about us is true fact. And we, ma- we have to meditate on what he said. And when we meditate on what he said, well, that becomes reality within us. We begin to walk it out and live it out. Remember, uh, really, we do meditation every day. I don't want to give this a bad connotation. But don't you know that worry is when we simply meditate or think about the wrong things over and over and over again? And it creates, you know, that's your the way you live. It creates physical changes in your body when you meditate on the wrong things. But when you meditate, think about, consider the right things. Consider what God said about you. Consider who you are in Christ. And we'll look at eight things tonight. When you consider who you are in Christ and you meditate on that, well, that changes your life as well. And it changes your view of how you see you and, of course, how you see the Father. Now, the Father is all-powerful, but Unless you're meditating on the Word of God, you're going to see your problem as all-powerful. And when you see your problem as all-powerful, it doesn't matter how, how powerful the Father is. Uh, we'll, we'll think ourselves so small and insignificant. We've seen this before in Scripture, right? We think ourselves so small and insignificant that we won't even go to Him for help. Or, or when we go to Him, we'll, we'll be bashful and ashamed and feeling condemned and judged and unworthy. You know, no, no, no. So those are wrong things. We're going to have to consider, first of all, uh, who the Father is, how much He loves us, and He does love you so much. My God, I wish I could really express how much the Father loves you. And we're going to have to be confident in who we are in Him, because the world is always painting a horrible picture of who you are, trying to tell you who you are, whether it's the color of your skin, how you should act, or whether it's your age, your your gender. The world is constantly telling you who you are and how you should act, constantly trying to put labels on you and put you in a box, uh, trying to get you to conform to it. No, no, no. The Bible says very clearly in in Romans, the 12th chapter, I believe, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. No, we don't need to be conformers, not to this world system, but we are being transformed every day by the renewing of our mind. That is, we begin to think the thoughts of Christ. And remember, this is not a passive activity. It's not passive. This is something that we're going to have to stay on. We're going to have to get on every single day of our lives until Christ be formed in us until we get the mind of Christ. Amen? All right. So we'll talk more about that as we go on. Let me say this as well. I really had this in my heart to tell you that little prayer produces, I heard someone, little power. Great prayer produces great power. All right? So we're going to have to really get into prayer. And uh, we're going to really have to get into the Word of God and find out what He said about us. So I'll give you a few things here tonight. But we're going to have to get into the rhythm of prayer, into the rhythm of studying the Word of God. 
you know, some of you have, have um, used jump ropes before and you would, you know, or maybe someone else is, is holding the rope there and, you know, someone on that end and they're, they're doing that. And you're going to have to find when you can jump, jump in it and find the rhythm. You have to find the rhythm because it can be difficult, even though you know you should be praying on a regular basis. We know we should be studying the word on a regular basis. It can be difficult to get in the rhythm. And once you get in the rhythm of it, it's a lot easier to do. Now, we know that we do not pray or study the word of God to become righteous because the blood of Jesus makes us righteous. The father has already reckoned us righteous because we believe in Jesus. All right. So our righteousness does not change. However, our degree of holiness can change. We can grow in holiness, can't grow in righteousness. That's set. You can't get more righteous than the, than the blood of Jesus. But we can grow in holiness. That is every single day becoming more and more like him, living it out, walking it out, walking out the life of Christ. And that happens, I'm telling you, by getting in the word of God and by spending quality time with the Father in prayer. But again, you're going to have to find your rhythm. Find your rhythm in prayer. Find your rhythm. Uh, it's sort of like exercising, you know. It's kind of hard to get started. You know you need to do it, but it's kind of hard to get started. But once you get started and get in the rhythm of it, it's easy to do day after day. And you see the benefits of it, and you feel better, You're, and life is better when you have a, a good exercise program, when you move your body. And, you know, one scientist said, when the body moves, the, grain, the, the brain begins to groove. When the body moves, the brain begins to groove because the, the blood is flowing through your body and you get more oxygen and blood to your brain and you feel better and you, 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 just, you just overall feel better. Well, you got to get into the groove of exercising, get into the groove of prayer, get into the groove of getting in the word of God. All of these will help you, will help you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I'm telling you, as you do it, you feel better. But we're going to stop right now. And we're going to pray. Now, the Lord get, get you, uh, gives you the grace to get in the rhythm of prayer, the rhythm of studying the word of God. And I'll even say the rhythm of exercising, because you're not going to go too far without this body. Right. So let's if you can we do this together. We're going to ask God for the rhythm. Ask father for the rhythm. Ask him to move by his spirit. All right. So let's go right now. Father, in Jesus' name, oh yeah, get your devices. We're going to get it together. Get our devices. So if you're watching by television, grab that remote control. If you're listening by uh, cell phone, hold your phone, um, whatever. That's going to be our point of contact together. If you're listening by radio, touch the radio dial or what have you. Let's just make contact together, okay? We're not here physically, but we believe that through technology, through the Spirit, we can connect, all right? So I'm laying hands on you as I'm touching this. All right. So, Father, in Jesus name, Lord, I pray for my friend that is right now watching, right now watching and listening. And Lord, we pray that you would get us in the rhythm, the rhythm of praying, the rhythm of studying and even in the rhythm of exercising, in the rhythm of doing what we need to do. So, Father, I pray. Uh, well, first of all, we do do confess that we've been out of the rhythm of it. We've been out of the rhythm. We have not done what we should have done. And Lord, sometimes we can feel so guilty about not doing the things that we should that we should be uh, doing. But Lord, we know that there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. There's no shame and guilt here. You still love us. But Lord, you want us to do better. And Father, we agree. We want to do, to do better. So we repent. 
And, but we ask you to get us in the rhythm. To, we ask for a fresh anointing, a fresh fire to study, a fresh anointing, a fresh fire to pray and to seek your face, and a, and a, a special anointing, a fresh fire to exercise, to get our bodies in shape as well. Lord, we cannot do it without you. And we confess that we can't, but you can. And so we lean on you and we rely on you. And we ask you, Lord, to, to keep us in this way, to bless us. Bless us. Get us in the rhythm. Get us up, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for praying with me. <laughs> praise God. All right. Now let's get into the word of God. So once again, little prayer equals little power. Much prayer, much power. And these things will bring confidence. It will help you uh, in areas of confidence when you're praying consistently, when you're praying in the spirit, uh, when you're praying, praying the word over your life, when you are, uh, when you, again, when you're studying the word, this will give confidence. And of course, when you're exercising, it breeds confidence. So when you stand in front of your adversary, uh, once again, when you stand in that meeting, stand in the classroom or wherever you have to go or whatever you have to do, you'll be more confident knowing that you have done what you needed to do. Right? Makes sense? All right. But we have fallen in these areas before because we've gotten out of rhythm. We've gotten out of sync with the Spirit. But we believe by tonight that we have started that cycle. So you make it up in your mind by the Spirit. Uh, don't wait till tomorrow. After this video is over, go ahead and do it. All right? Go ahead and start. Even if it's five minutes, one minute, Get in the rhythm. Get in the rhythm of it. Get in the rhythm of it, okay? Uh, you can do a lot of damage into the kingdom of darkness with only praying, praying in the Spirit or praying with the Spirit five minutes a day. You can do a lot of damage just by getting in your Bible uh, two or three minutes a day. Uh, you can do a lot of damage by doing five-minute exercises. So don't think of, oh, I don't have hours and hours and hours. Start where you are. And don't be ashamed about it. Don't compare yourself to someone else. Uh-uh. Start where you are. If they pray an hour, well, great for them. Bless God. Bless God for them. Hallelujah. Let's praise God for them. But don't compare your journey to someone else's journey. They may have been doing that for years, and it's fine. Praise God. But you have to start from where you are. In order for you to go to a destination, let's say you're going on vacation somewhere, no matter where you go, you have to start from where you are. Everybody has to start from where they are. So don't curse where you are. Start from where you are. Hallelujah. And just move forward. Make baby steps. You'll run, you will run one day, but right now, let's make some baby steps. Sometimes we may even have to crawl. But as long as there's movement, as long as there's movement toward the goal, consistent movement, and you remember, we need God to help us to have consistent movement forward, we'll eventually get there. Amen? Amen. All right. All right. So that's, that's just wonderful. I have another testimony uh, for you, but I think we'll get that on next week. I really want to get into these eight things that you need to meditate on uh, for the short time that we have uh, continuing here tonight. All right. So let me give you the eight things again. One, you need to meditate on the fact that you have been forgiven. Two, you need to meditate on the fact that you are complete in Christ. Three, you are blameless. Four, you are loved and accepted. Five, you are valued and that you are valuable. Six, you will never be condemned. 
Seven, you are safe. And eight, you are an entirely new person, a new creature in Christ Jesus. So we've got to understand how the Father sees us. And you're going to have to agree, yes, Father, you see me this way, and it is this way. Now, no matter how you feel about yourself or how others have said about you, we have to put all that aside and agree with what Father says. Amen? So let's look at a few of these tonight. All right, number one, you have been forgiven. Let's go to Colossians, the second chapter, verse 13, Colossians 2.13. And it says, And you, being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, hath he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. All right? You were dead in your sins, but you received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And now God says, you've been forgiven of all your trespasses. Forgiven, forgiven, God has forgiven you of all your trespasses. So those things are dealt away. Remember, God dealt with your sin in the flesh of Jesus Christ. He dealt with your sins in the body of Jesus Christ as he hung up on the cross. Your sins have been dealt with, and the Father has forgiven you of all your trespasses. So say with me, I am forgiven. I am forgiven. Now, we know that there is warfare, that there is warfare in the consciousness. Because we remember, Lord, I I know I did this. I, I did this, and really understand something. There's something about human nature, something about human nature. When we know we've done something wrong, we feel like we must be punished. And after we have been punished, after we have paid our debt through punishment, and then our consciousness can be eased a bit. But remember something, God did punish your sins. He punished your sins in the body of Jesus as he hung upon the cross. There is, punishment is necessary for sin. Judgment is necessary for sin. And the Father knows that. And inside, you know that. But listen, the punishment that you were meant to receive, that I was meant to receive, was upon Jesus, upon the cross. And I'm telling you, one of the, oh my goodness, every time I think about this, one of the most horrible things that Jesus had to endure was not the whipping of the canine tails. Uh, you know, that was horrible. The crown of thorns, horrible. The crucifixion process, horrible. He was beaten, beaten so much, so bloody upon that cross, you couldn't recognize him. But the most terrible thing was when the Lord cried out, Father, Father, why have you forsaken me? Oh, my God, I cannot even... Think about being one moment here on this planet without the Father's love, without His Spirit dwelling upon me. What kind of darkness does that individual feel? And Jesus endured that pain on the cross, becoming our sin offering. He took all of of our sin upon Himself. And at that moment, All of the sin of humanity was transferred to Christ. Your sin and my sin was transferred upon Jesus and the Father who is absolutely holy, absolutely powerful, who is light, could not look upon his son at that moment because Jesus was the sin offering. He took our sins. He took our pains because of his sacrifice. 
the Bible says you are forgiven. So yes, you're right. You should be punished for that. I should be punished for that. But we were punished in the body of Jesus. Jesus took our punishment away. And so when we agree to make him our Lord and our Savior, we have to say, yes, Lord, you've dealt with my sin. My sin was punished in the body of Jesus upon the cross. The Bible says that curses every man who hangeth on a tree. Jesus was cursed for me. The curse that was upon me was placed on him. He bore my sins. He bore my shame. And I am forgiven. So you have to see yourself as forgiven. So anytime the devil comes to you or people comes to you and say, hey, you ought to be punished and you feel like yourself, I ought to be punished for this. What I did, I ought to be punished, I ought to be punished. Just realize that your sin has already been punished in the body of Jesus. He is your savior. He took the punishment that you and I should have received. He was condemned so you and I would never be condemned. He was forsaken so that we would not be forsaken. I'm telling you, once you grab the revelation of what Jesus did for you. You can't help but to praise him. You can't help but to rejoice in him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Jesus went into the lower parts of the earth. He went into hell for you. We, you and I were supposed to go down into hell for, for what we've done. But guess what? Jesus paid the price for us. The Father laid upon him the iniquity of us all. Why did he do that? Because he loves us and he wants to fellowship with us. We're his children. The Bible says in John 3, 16, you know it, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He gave his son to become our sin. He gave his son to take upon him the sins of the world. All of our iniquity was laid upon him. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him would not perish, but have what? Everlasting life, eternal life. It all is in Jesus once you believe in him. So you have to say to yourself, I am forgiven. My sins have been washed away. They have been dealt with in the body of Jesus. I am forgiven. Say that. I am forgiven. I am forgiven. Jesus bore the price of my sin, paid the price for my sin. So I am forgiven. Father forgives you. Once you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, the Father forgives you. You are righteous in his sight. You are whole. So the Father looks at you and says, forgiven. Now it's up to you to look to yourself and say, I receive that forgiveness. And then you walk in that forgiveness. Because listen, unless you get this right, condemnation will follow you. You'll always condemn yourself and, or people will try to condemn you and, and all these horrible things. And when you get to the, the point when you have to fight your enemy, you have to fight him. You have to go to war against him. You won't have the power you need to fight against him when you're condemning yourself and you're fighting against yourself. You got the devil fighting against you. Then you got your own uh, guilty feelings fighting against you saying, oh, I didn't pray enough. I didn't fast enough. I didn't study enough. All the, and you're right there in the, in the place of war. It's like you got the flu or something. You're fighting the devil with the flu and you're coughing and you and you're doing all of that stuff and he's fighting against you and then your body is fighting against you. No, it's not going to work. We're going to be healthy, healthy in the healthy in the sense of let's get these things settled. 
Say with me, I am forgiven. God said you're forgiven, so we have to agree with the Father. He has forgiven me. His blood has washed my sins away. I am forgiven. I am forgiven. Say that. I am forgiven. I am forgiven. You have, we have several other scriptures I can give you tonight, but our time is out. We have several other scriptures that we can give you next week, but we're going to continue to go on with next ones next week. But you have to meditate in the word. You'll find it several times in the word of God where God has forgiven you through Jesus. You have become the righteousness of God through Christ. God has forgiven you. Glory to God. He has forgiven you. You have to believe that he has forgiven you, that your sins have been dealt with in the body of Jesus Christ. God is faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. So tonight I pray in Jesus' name, even those words in 1 John, if we confess our sins before him, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Maybe you've never confessed your sins before the Father. Maybe you've never confessed that, that you're a sinner in need of a Savior. Maybe you've never done that. Well, tonight's a great time to do it. And if there's still some areas of darkness in your heart and your life, let's confess that before the Father too. And let's receive his forgiveness. Let's receive the, his cleansing. We're, we're under the cleansing flow of the blood of Jesus even right now. He's cleansing you. So let's, 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 we're going to close out tonight with that. And then we'll pick up uh, on next time with the second thing that we need to meditate on. But remember, this week, please focus on the fact that you are forgiven. So let's pray right now. All right, got your devices? Got them ready? Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, I pray for my friend that is right now listening and watching. And Lord, if they have never received you as Lord and Savior of their lives, Lord, you said that those who come to you, you will in no wise cast out. So Father, I pray that you'll hear us now as we pray. Now, my friend, I want you to just repeat after me. If you've never received the Lord as your Lord and Savior, or if you feel like you need to rededicate your life, that's fine too. Then let's go ahead and just, let's just all pray together, okay? And say with me, Father... And I come to you, a sinner in need of a Savior. I repent of my sins. I turn from them, and I turn to you. And I receive what Jesus did for me upon the cross. Thank you for sending him to take my sins away. Thank you for making me righteous in your sight because of his finished work. So, Father... I receive Jesus, and I believe in him. And I receive him today in my heart, today as my Lord and as my Savior. And I ask, come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Live in me. Make me yours. And I will serve you all the days of my life as you show me how. Now fill me with your Holy Spirit. I thank you, Father, for loving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, my friends, if you just pray that prayer with me today and you sincerely believe in Jesus, then guess what? You are part of the family of God right now, and the Father loves you. You're going to begin to experience the Holy Spirit crying out in your heart, crying out, Abba, Father, the Spirit of His Son has come inside of you, and you're going to begin to thirst for the Word of God even more now. And if you've been in Christ already and you've recommitted your life, 
Well, then let's start from here and grow in grace together. All right. Remember, we can't, but he can. Anytime you're feeling weak, just declare, Lord, I can't, but you can. As a matter of fact, we can say, I can't, but you have done it. You've already done it. And I enter into what you've done. Amen. Wow. I enjoy being with you here tonight. Hallelujah. 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 All right. Glory to God. I'm just excited. So excited. So excited. Don't forget to join me Sunday morning at 10 a.m. for another live service here at Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center. We're going to have a great time in Jesus. Hallelujah. So if you're watching by way of YouTube, go ahead and give this video a thumbs up if you have found value in it. And uh, subscribe to the channel if you have not already done that. And when you subscribe, hit the notification button there, the bell icon, so that you'll know when the next video is uploaded and when we're ready uh, to be viewed again. Everybody else, we love you guys so very much. And tune in again. Don't forget to go to our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And you can click the contact button there and leave us a comment if you would like. If you, I know you gotta, you're really busy. I understand that. So we value every, every moment that we have with you. And while you're on the website, if you want to click the donation button, the give button to add to the ministry, uh, to give into the ministry, that's always appreciated as well. Until next time, remember, Jesus loves you and he has forgiven you. So choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. I'll see you on the next time. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.